0: On City CityCast DC, we're talking man's best friend, specifically about Drizzy the Pitbull. He's sweet, he's playful, he's full of energy, but he is also illegal in PG County, thanks to their Pitbull ban. Now, PG is not enforcing the ban because they've been hauled into court over it. But Dan Reed, Drizzy's human dad, told me about the fight to overturn it. <laughs> Wednesday, August 31st, 2022. I'm Bridget Todd, and this is CityCast DC. Dan, thank you so much for being here. So Dan has a pit bull, and if he lived in PG County, he would not be able to. So tell us, why does PG County have a pit bull ban?
1: Sure. Like a lot of places, Prince George's County instituted its pit bull ban in the 1990s after a fairly high profile event where a little boy was attacked by a dog. That is a pretty common occurrence in places that instituted pit bull bans, particularly in the 1980s and 90s. What sets the county apart is that 25 years later, they still have a ban, and a lot of the other places that had them don't anymore.
0: So, this is like an intentional thing where it's not some old law on the books that just happens to be there. intentionally fighting to keep this ban in place?
1: I would say so. Some of it is inertia, I think. Some of it is, I think, still strongly held beliefs about these dogs and what they mean as well.
0: Are there bans for other kinds of dogs?
1: No. You will see pit bull bans, but they do not apply to any other breed of dog. The one wrinkle is sometimes landlords might restrict several different breeds of dogs, but communities will almost always only ban pit bulls.
0: So let's get into it. Are pit bulls actually more dangerous than other kinds of dogs?
1: No. Studies show that when it comes to temperament, pit bulls are just as nice and friendly as other types of dogs. Their jaws are no stronger than other dogs. That's one often used misconception about them. And it really comes down to how the dog is trained and, and how well the dog is cared for. Any dog can be an aggressive or vicious dog if it's mistreated.
0: Yeah. I mean, and we're talking about th- this breed in this such specific way, and it's being legislated in such a specific way. What even is a pit bull?
1: Sure. Pit bull is a sort of umbrella term used for a couple of different breeds of dog. It is not itself a breed. Uh, some of those Quote, unquote, pit bull type dogs can include the American Pit Bull Terrier and the American Staffordshire Terrier. My dog, for example, is mostly American Pit Bull Terrier.
0: Oh, my God. I'm so glad that you brought up your dog. Tell us about Drizzy and what is it about pit bulls that you love? Like, how did you fall in love with Drizzy?
1: Sure. It was sort of by accident, you know. When he was adopted two years ago, the rescue that he came from listed him as a lab mix, which is actually a really common thing rescues will do because people might be discouraged from adopting a dog if it's listed as a pit bull. When the adoption papers came, it showed that he was actually registered as a pit bull, both in South Texas where he was rescued from and, and also here. And for about 30 minutes, I was like what have I done? Like, what is this mistake that I have made? And then after very brief Googling, I realized this simply did not square with the sweet, goofy dog that I just brought into my home. And the more I spent time with him, the more I just fell in love with pit bulls as a kind of dog and also became a little protective of him when I saw the way that people would react to him in public.
0: Oh, like what? What kind of reactions have you gotten walking
1: around with Drizzy around town? I'd had him for maybe a couple of weeks and we were at the park near my house and we were, we were running. He really likes to run. And this woman in the path, maybe 200 feet in front of us, was just screaming like, don't come near me. I'm afraid of dogs. Please don't come near me. I'm so scared. And she had her own dog with her. And it kind of stopped me in my tracks. Like I at first had to try and reason with it. Like, well, what could she possibly be afraid of? And the more that things like that happen, the more I realize that, like, I am a large Black person with a large Black dog, and it it might just be as simple as that. Just last week at the hardware, no, last week, just two days ago at the hardware store, a man told me to get my dog away from him because he looked intimidating and the dog was going to eat him.
0: Yeah, I mean, that kind of brings up a point about pit bulls that we, I guess, have to get into, which is that oftentimes we have this, I would say, racially motivated stereotype about pit bulls, their temperament, and the kinds of people who own pit bulls. And so you're a Black person. I think that 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 stereotype is one that is applied to Black folks. Where do you think that comes from? And and how do you think race plays into pit bulls and the stereotypes around them?
1: Historically, pit bulls were raised to we were on farms, or to be family dogs. In the early 20th century, they were called nanny dogs because they were known to be so good with kids. A pit bull fought in World War One and came back decorated veteran. Uh, <laughs> a pit bull was in the Little Rascals. But in the late 20th century, as white flight occurred in urban areas and as you know crime rates increased, there was an increasing perception of particularly black and brown inner city residents and the dogs who they kept. And they were sort of, sometimes this was applied to Rottweiler, sometimes it was Doberman's, but it especially got applied to pit bulls. They were often associated with inner city populations and with crime, if only because of who pit bulls were seen around.
0: Wow. I almost wonder if... You know, thinking about the dynamics of PG County and the surrounding areas, is there a level of respectability politics here where people just have this attitude of, you know, a black or brown person who is, quote, intimidating, quote, with a snarling pit bull on a chain or something like that? I just think it feels so rooted in very outdated, regressive stereotypes about what comes to mind when people think about black and brown folks.
1: I definitely think there's some respectability politics involved. It is a very real concern that a lot of people of color and a lot of Black people have to sort of protect the way that they are perceived by others and to do that by sometimes dictating how other members of our race or ethnicity behave or present, right? And dogs are inherently a part of that. You know, dog breeds all have their different reputations and their different appeal and you know, once there was this perception that pit bulls were associated with crime and disorder, I think there was an impulse to say, well, maybe they don't belong in my community.
0: Do you think the reaction that you get is different depending on where you are? Like if you're in Montgomery County versus PG County versus the district, like have you noticed a, a difference in the way people react?
1: I haven't noticed a difference in the way people react. I I will say there are a lot of pit bulls in my neighborhood. I see a lot of pit bulls going around DC. I know quite a few people in Prince George's County who have pit bulls. Uh, They're just maybe called something else. They're increasingly very popular breed now. And because of overbreeding, there are a lot of pit bull mixes out there. My dog is a pit bull mix. A lot of dogs in rescues are pit bull mixes. I joke that every dog is a pit bull because there's usually some pit bull somewhere.
0: What do you think would happen if somebody realized that those PG County residents have
1: pit bulls? That's a great question. I think it is understood that the pit bull ban hasn't worked as well as it was thought to. The animal control officials have admitted that they actually don't. The ban doesn't keep dangerous dogs off the streets because so many other resources are used up by seeking pit bulls and that the county still impounds pit bulls regularly. I think some 700 dogs a year are impounded by Prince George's County, assuming they are pit bulls and over half of them are euthanized. And that's one reason why I volunteer with the rescue that pulls dogs almost exclusively from the Prince George's County shelter.
0: Yeah. I mean, you've talked about how this issue, you know, it's a race issue. You've written about how it's also a housing issue. Can you tell us a little bit about
1: that? Sure. So as I mentioned earlier, It is totally legal for landlords to discriminate against certain dog breeds when trying to lease an apartment. And that's not just in Prince George's County, but in other parts of the the region, other parts of the country, too. When I rented an apartment in Montgomery County four years ago, there were 38 different dog breeds listed in the lease that you could not have if you lived there. And some of them were like pit bulls or German shepherds, you know, big dogs. Some were pretty obscure breeds of dog. And this happens for a couple of reasons one is concerns about wear and tear that a certain kind of dog that sheds a lot or is a larger dog might cause more damage to an apartment some of it is rooted in stereotypes for a long time one excuse was insurance like landlords could be held liable for a dog bite that occurred on their property and that led to some read restrictions but in in many states including Maryland insurance companies are no longer allowed to do that which removes one potential barrier for allowing a pit bull or other breeds of dog in an apartment what this means Is that you could lose your housing if you have a pit bull. You may not be able to find housing if you have a pit bull. If you live in Prince George's County, your dog could be impounded or taken away from you or or put down. This, these restrictions break up families and endanger innocent dogs as well.
0: Yeah. And you know, as you were talking about earlier, it being something that is associated with black and brown folks, it seems clear to me like who the community is or the intended community to be facing these barriers and restrictions.
1: Yeah, it's been interesting to see that as pitbulls have become more popular and celebrated just in the past 10 or 15 years, it often has a lot to do with who they're seen around, right? You know, one of my favorite TV shows is Pitbulls and Parolees on Animal Planet. And it's a show about a pitbull rescue in Louisiana. And it started in 2009, which was around the time that pit bulls became more popular. And it's kind of easy to see that, this show helped rehabilitate the breed because a lot of the the cast of the show are white people a lot of the dogs who are adopted to families on the show are adopted to white people and i think that unfortunately helped to rehabilitate the way people saw the umbrella of pitbull breeds
0: yeah i could see how that would be one of those things where you hate that it has to be that way you don't i don't love the idea that how do we make this umbrella breed seem more cuddly to people associate it with white people on the show. But it does sound like perhaps it was effective.
1: I think so. (laughs) Unfortunately, I mean, actually, you know, it it saved a lot of dogs. It continues to save a lot of dogs. And it's unfortunate. And I'm hopeful that as people understand just how great pit bulls are, that there'll no longer will be a stigma attached to who has a pit bull.
0: So let's break some stigmas right now. Tell us about Drizzy. What is his personality like? What is it like to do? Tell us about him.
1: He is a hungry boy. He loves to eat. He loves bananas. We have a banana together every morning. He loves to run. He loves to play. He's super friendly with people. He really he really seems to prefer women. And he likes people with pockets because he knows pockets have treats in them. He is just, just the sweetest little boy ever. Super cuddly, super friendly, and has helped me, you know, open up a lot to other people, right? It's, it's hard to ignore people when you're walking around your neighborhood when everybody wants to come and pet your dog.
0: So you probably can't get anywhere. You go to the store up the street. It takes you 40 minutes, an hour because everybody wants to stop and pet him.
1: Yeah, I got I got to build an extra time for that. (laughs) Kids love him. He he enjoys kids. We've met probably 30 or 40 dogs in the neighborhood who I know all of their names, but not their people's. Oh,
0: so I know that groups like PB Proud are out there trying to overturn this ban. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: They are a group that has started to help to advocate for overturning the, the pitbull ban in Prince George's County. And I, I would encourage you all to have them on the podcast one day. Uh, they have been working to lobby County officials about it. They've held events to raise awareness about dogs in in conjunction with rescues to help get dogs adopted. They have a lot of great materials on their website and online you can look at that talk about just not just the breed, but, you know, a lot of the things we've talked about on this show, like how does bias play into it? You know, what are ways that you can help to support efforts to keep these dogs out of shelters and to make sure they get to loving homes? I'm so glad that
0: folks out there are doing that work. Very important. Is there anything else that we should know about Drizzy, about this issue and about things that you want folks to know about pit
1: bulls? I want people to know that pit bulls are dogs, like any other kind of dog. They love to play. They love to take naps. They love people. They love to run around. They just they want to have a good, happy life. And we have the capacity to give them good, happy lives instead of what we do, which is we send them off to to shelters. We send dogs to get euthanized. We we break up families, take dogs out of their loving homes. And they don't deserve that. These dogs didn't do anything, but exist and be adorable. And I just want people to understand that. And, you know, possibly to foster pit bulls, to help pit bulls get adopted, to adopt the pit bull, to see how much joy and love they can bring to your life.
0: That's beautiful. I think that's a beautiful place to end it. Thanks so much for being with us, Dan. (music) And before you head out, some quick news. The Pennsylvania-based Keswick Creamery is recalling a variety of cheeses that were sold at D.C. farmers' markets over the weekend thanks to a listeria outbreak. A routine sampling program conducted by the Food and Drug Administration revealed some finished products contained the bacteria. So if you were at any of the local farmers' markets this weekend and bought cheese from that creamery, do not eat it. Finally, D.C. Jazz Festival is back tonight. The music starts at the Howard Theater and continues throughout Labor Day weekend. Check out the festival's websites for tickets, times, and venues. We'll have the link in our show notes as well. That's all for today here on CityCast DC. Like the show? Why not tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. Also, we've got a new episode coming up about D.C.'s fast, casual restaurant craze. So reach out to us and tell us your feelings. We'll be back tomorrow morning with even more news from around the city. Talk to you then.